The views expressed on the Big Shiny podcast do not express the views of Big Shiny Robot as a whole, its subsidiaries, or its sponsors. And the Big Shiny podcast contains coarse language like penis butt. <laughs> <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Hey man, I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Mew. Welcome to Big Shiny Robot.
playing in bands and playing drums, and, and uh, Jess has no idea what this is like, but it, I did a lot of singing back then. And it was, um, I was 13, and somebody gave me 10 for what me and three of my buddies, we played at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Social Center dance, and they gave us 40 bucks. And all I know is, I, again, we knew like nine songs, and we repeated them nine times each, and uh, it was great, and at the end of the afternoon, we each had 10 bucks, and I went, like Handel's Messiah started playing in the background, and I, I said, this is what I'll do. And, uh, you know, the rest is, the rest is mystery. Yeah. Now I get to hang out with you guys. Thanks. I told this story yesterday, so I'll try to put a different spin on it. You know, what's really cool is we're doing these cons, right? And once in a while, these cons, a little kid will come up to the group, like five years old, five, six years old, and they'll say, I made you a drawing. And I'm like, oh, let me see the drawing. And you look at the drawing, and it's really, really good. And you're like, oh my God, this, this kid's like amazing. This is incredible, right? It's sort of the same thing, I think, for all of us. It's like when I was a little kid, I used to sit in front of the TV and watch people on TV, and my lips would move because I'd try to figure out where that voice was coming from throw, you know, and it's just like having an affinity for something when you're a child, and I'll tell you something, man, if you guys, and I hope this is true for all of you, if you're blessed enough to be good at something that you enjoy, and you can turn it into your career, as Jim said, hallelujah, because that's just about as cool as it gets, uh, I started as a rock and roll singer, got into jingle singing, I sang a lot of jingles, you guys probably got tired of, those of you who are over 20, because uh, <laughs> I sang about McDonald's, and I sang about Budweiser, and running for the border for Taco Bell, or whatever, <laughs> All kinds of stuff like that, and then people said, hey, you know, you do all these stupid voices, why don't you try that? And I tried that, and my first thing was Splash Mountain, have you ridden the water ride, Splash Mountain? <laughs> I'm freaking a rabbit, dude, how awesome is that? You know, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that when you guys go on that ride, water ride, you never went, wow, we're Robert Rabbit, looks like he's Robert Plant. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, so that, that's kind of weird, and then I got Roger Rabbit, and then my first big show was a little something called Animaniacs with my brother Rob. <laughs> So Rob, why don't you tell me? Well, thank you, Jess. Once I uh, was finally paroled, <laughs> kidding. I uh, no, I like these guys. You know, I was pretty much driven uh, to perform at a pretty young age, and I was very fortunate in that I found, uh, as Jess was mentioning, something about which I was passionate very early on. And I'm now, as a much older person, I realize how really lucky I was. And, Presumably we were to find something about which we were desperately passionate as a young person Because it's not every day that you know you find people and, and my brother is a, is a good example My brother was an actor for a bit did well in New York But then just really got tired of the grind and, and he is doing fine in, in his Profession, but it's very unusual uh, to find something that you're really crazy about doing and you don't know why It's almost like a drug. I am um, I am probably with all the respect to my beautiful wife who's not here right now. I'm probably happiest doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm being in front of an audience, doing my thing with people whom I respect and admire and enjoy. So what do you do? And I'm here to tell you, it is a privilege. It really, truly is. It is, uh, it is an absolute joy and a privilege to be able to not only uh, entertain people you know, one-on-one -on -one sort of basis like this, where we all started this way, doing live performing, uh, and, and the, feed, the instant feedback is just really is. It's like it's like this incredible Jones to keep doing it. Um, 
And I have to say, there's something really interesting that, that people come up to me and um, uh, we're so forced to, hey, that's a good seal. Careful of that thing, you better put some airbags on that. Yeah, take off the turbochargers, Josh, yeah. you can hurt somebody. <laughs> Josh. Um, I, uh, every now and then people come up and, and we understand that uh, when, when you show up at something as big and wonderful as a convention like this, this is not an inexpensive proposition. Yeah. It, is, uh, it is expensive to, uh, let me take that back, relative to what you get, the value for your dollars is excellent. However, there are a lot of things on which you can spend your money. And before you know it, especially on the dads, you can drop a large like that, right? So when people come and stand in line and all they want to do is come up and say, I just stood in your line for 25 minutes or an hour and I'm not gonna buy anything. I just wanna tell you how much your work, all of us, has meant to me in a circumstance, just to make you happy, whatever. That is arguably the most incredible remuneration that any actor can ask for. Yeah, so the fact that you do that is really incredible. And when you say to me something like, gosh, you must be getting tired of signing stuff, my answer is, are you kidding me? I have worked way too hard for this privilege. Please, continue asking. So thank you for
no, I sell all of mine to that Doctor Who guy. Yeah. <laughs> who charges 150 bucks to stare at him. <laughs> Uh, 
uh, um, let's see. You're going to say, she's all that you adore, but stay away. Gideon is spoken for, you're going to find that Gideon is mine, right? Or if you're in doubt about angels being real, I can arrange to change any doubt you feel. Oh my God, yeah, right. that is such great songwriting. Yeah, but Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train yeah. goes through. <laughs> no, no. I just want to say, I just want to say that like, Gilligan's Island tells the whole story of the show in 30 seconds. So how that? Okay, Adam's family. All, all I'll say about the theme song thing, I love all those songs and more, but you know what's really funny is that we uh, we discovered yesterday, and I guess I should have discovered a long ago, that we all had a common thread before we even met, because I was earning my living as a session singer for years, and I used to sing all kinds of stuff. Like I said, I sang main titles for shows, and one of the shows that I sang main title for was a show called Tasmania. Oh, yeah. I was the first and Rocky, who was your character? I was, uh, Francis X. Jimmy, do some Taz real quick. So it's awesome because we've been had that going for us all, you know, before we even had a kid. And then, of course, Jimmy is also Winnie the Pooh. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Don't get us started. Enough of this gay banter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny Let me tell you something, guys out there. If you want to make some time with hot chicks, learn to speak. Learn to imitate women. That's true. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, I just Doesn't know. sound really safe. Give Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, you know, yeah, we always, uh, speaking of those, speaking of the movie read things, you know, the first one we ever did, I think, was uh, in Seattle a long time ago. And if you haven't heard Darth Vader be played by Winnie the Pooh, you are not there. <laughs> and, and I think, I think that later on, I think that later on in the Harry Potter thing, I have a feeling I know who might be playing Voldemort. <laughs> anyway, next question, what do you got? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
sipping and a hopping in the bright warm sun. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know what a great thing about Canada? There's a heights. This is it. We'll have the heights to the moon. We're singing, nursing our cars. We know every part by heart. Overture. This is it, we'll hit the heights, and oh, what heights we'll hit. On with the show, this is it. And then one was really, really fun. I'll tell you this, and we'll get the punchline when I'm going to it. I got hired to do a, a show recently, and I was excited, and they told me what part I was playing, and I said, oh, that's cool. And then I showed up, and I realized who I was going to be playing with, and it was even cooler than it was originally. You guys remember the, you know the Looney Tunes, right? Yeah. You have to remember the Macintosh Gopher, because that's me and my brother are both No, I insist. After you. No, no, after you. No, I insist after you. That's what I would say. We're not. It was so wonderful to find out that we have two Gophers about whom does absolutely no ambiguity with respect to their sexual preference. <laughs>
So car uh, cartoons are really different now than they were, you know, even 10 or 20 years ago when Animaniacs and Winnie the Pooh and all of the, those things. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're entirely different. Do you think they're better now, better then, uh, the same? Well, I think there were good ones then and there were good ones now, you know? So, yeah. And what would be a cartoon that you'd like to be a part of if oh. you could? Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons. <laughs> Those are some big chats, man. Simpsons, yeah. You know, that's a relative question. I, and and I, uh, I remember, you know, my, my parents, when I was listening to Led Zeppelin and The Who and Emerson, Lake and Palmer and stuff, they were like, okay, you can listen to all this you want to, but you also have to listen to Prokofiev and Shostakovich oh, cool. and Mahler and mm -hmm. Schumann. And, and I developed a really incredibly healthy, deep respect for classical music. Now, the same thing I think is probably true here because I listen to popular music and things that my kid listens to, and I, I just don't get it. So, and not because I think it's awful, uh, some of it I do, but that's a personal preference. And then my kid says, wow, you know, years ago, he said, hey, I heard this thing that uh, 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 Snoop Dogg or somebody did called um, Gangsta's Paradise. And I said, let me hear it. So he hears it, done. Been making most of their lives living in a gangster's paradise. And I said, What are you talking about? He goes, well, Let me play you something. So I played Pastime Paradise yeah. from Stevie Wonder's, uh, you know, Songs in the Key of Life record. Well, that sounds familiar. And my kid says, That guy ripped it off from Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I said, No, he didn't. That was 1975. <laughs> so the point is that there's, there's stuff, it's a relative question to me. Um, I, you know, Futurama is fantastic. So, <laughs> Simpsons are always fantastic. There's some really great stuff now we can work on. Some of the Little Kid stuff, Gothic stuff is just excellent. Um, with all due respect to my own arrogance, um, that's a very long way to say it, but at the risk of being arrogant, the new Ninja Turtles is really good. Good yes. Sorry, but that's my take on it. Jamie, what do you think? No, that's true. Uh, you know, the good stuff's good, the bad stuff's bad. I, I think a lot of, you know, one difference I, I um, you know, it's interesting because Walt Disney always would say, uh, well, it all starts with the story. Yeah. And, and um, a lot of times, there, there's, I, I think some cartoons are destined to last forever. Just like, I mean, it's books, it's music, yeah. it's culture. It's a, it's some are going to last forever, some are going to be evergreen, and some are going to be pogs. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Anybody got any, any pogs today? <laughs> but you did, didn't you? And it was the most important thing in the world. And. Uh, so yeah, what, what can I say? You know, uh, some some are flashes in the pan and some are not. And a lot of a lot of cartoons nowadays are, are geared towards making you go, mm. yeah. you're kind of uncomfortable, yeah. and then the characters kind of look at each other, and you know, and it's like, oh well, okay. Uh, so uh, you know, some of it will last and some of it won't, but the cream will always rise. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you know, it's no accident. Uh, and again, you know, we're we have a vested interest in it, but. Um, there, it's not an accident that shows like Animaniacs and Darkwing Duck and Tiny Toon Adventures and all those things continue to be relevant to audiences 20, 25 years later. They just do. Yeah. Um, just as Looney Tunes and Rocky will wiggle and oh, yeah. all of that, and the Flintstones continue to be relevant 50 years later. How cool is that? And so we're just grateful that we're part of it. And there will be shows that will be made now that, you know, there will be somebody 20 years from now talking about, oh, yeah. God, I watched that show when I was That's a kid. the coolest thing. And so, it, good stuff is good stuff. And as Jimmy says, the cream will rise, but it is about the story. It is about the execution. And, you know, when you have Steven Spielberg producing the show, um, and you've got a 40-piece orchestra for every half hour, and it doesn't matter what it costs to get it done, it'll get it done. And it's written yeah. on two different levels, so it's not to condescend to the audience. Voila! <laughs> 20 years yeah. later, you have a show, and these guys, now you understand why they're brilliant. 
incredible way to start the week. Yeah, you're going to laugh. Oh, my right. gosh. Jimmy would just yeah. light it up. The Cameron's brothers. The Cameron's brothers and you and Danny Casamendetta and, yeah. oh, my God, Maurice. Oh, yeah. it was just pure. Angelina color. Jolie. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't really on it, but I was just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Now next. Yeah, just to update you, now we only have 10 minutes. So, right, well, so ask each one. You guys should really think your questions direct them, otherwise the ones in the back, sorry. Yeah, we want to take, and by the way, listen, don't fret. If, you, if we don't get to yeah. you, come see us at the table. If you don't want to buy something, you can ask us a question. We'll say hi. It's all good. But we'd love to get to everybody. And don't forget the movie read, okay? You guys want to see yeah, it. So what's your question? Go ahead. You can turn that mic down. Grab the mic up and turn it down to your face. You, you look go. like you should be a princess in a Disney movie. Gorgeous. <laughs> I think that's your destiny. Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like we yeah. don't hear it someday. It's a complicated song. No, 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 no. When we when we uh, when we do these songs, we get them in advance. And, and you know, the cool thing is, if you sing, if you, if you know how to sing, you know how to sing. And, and it's just really about learning the melody and the rhythm and stuff of the song. And then you practice a little bit. And hopefully, things go good. I will tell you that when Robbie sang the Echoes World, he did it in one take. Almost one take. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. So, so they're all hard, but they're all fun. They're, you know what I mean? It's like it's just something we have a good time doing. In my case, the magic is the, uh, the songwriting. There are a million good singers in LA. Uh, we're all good singers. But it's really about writing um, a, a, a good song that fits together. And we've had fortune to work with some incredible writers. Speaking of great, what's, you, you have a great name. What's your name again? Tiankin. Wow, that's awesome. I never read anybody with that. You sound like a superhero, dude. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, you guys are probably getting sick of me by now. Oh, uh, no. Uh, just two quick questions. I just wanted to know, first of all, if WB ever came to you guys and said, hey, we want to do another version of Animaniacs, would you guys be in, want to do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be fabulous, and I think we should do that. Well, very quickly, there are two um, things that I would suggest. Well, three. Now, first, act. Do local theater, yeah. improv, whatever you can. You don't have to come to LA to do that. Yeah. Uh, the um, and there, I have a podcast which is free called. Yeah, they're the people watching. Yeah, all these guys have been on it a couple of times. And it's, yeah. I've done 120 or whatever. Great. It's called Talking Tunes. T A L T U N S. Apostrophe T W O N S. It's free on iTunes. Or awesome. my website, which is robpaulsonlive.com, and you will hear from everybody from whom you've ever liked to hear. Mark yeah. Hamill, Debbie Derryberry, Tara Strong, Maurice LaMarche, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's Chris great. That's, it's like an ongoing tutorial. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Rockfulness and, and yeah. joy. And all these guys and girls talk about exactly the questions. Then our good genius friend, Dee Bradley Baker, Bradley Baker. had the, the, the temerity to put together I want to be a voice actor.com. Right? So that'll also give you, those are two great, great things that are free, and you're hearing from information from people who are not trading off something they did 20 years right. ago. They're doing work now, right. and then they get back to work next week. And just a good piece of life advice, man. Anytime you want to learn to be successful at something, try to learn from people who've been successful at it and do what they did. So Rob's think it's so great because you listen to the people who've actually yeah. made it a career. So, so check it out. It's really, really cool. It's really Thank you. And well, good, man. Good to see you. Again. Next time you come, bring Donnie. Yeah, yeah. I think we might come back in September with Rigger. Would you guys like that?
Alright, we're gonna tell you that. Alright, everyone needs to just cheer right to the pawn and tell them, and you can bring them there. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Bring some others, man. Because we want to come over to a barbecue at your house with the goddess of It sounds very, very big, but it's not really that big. It just sounds that way, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like it's tricks and stuff like that. And then um, also, how, what are your voice exercises that you guys do? Well, I do Pilates with it.
damn top is what I'm talking Christopher Walken, he'd like to make a reservation. Who should he talk to? And they go, 
well, I guess I can get the manager. That'd be great, thank you very much. The manager comes to the phone and goes, yeah, this is David, can I help you? And I go, yeah, please phone for instance for walk-in. Right, then you put the phone down, then you pick the phone back up and go, hey, David. <laughs> Here's the thing, I, I got these friends. They're in this band, they're fun. They want to come in and have a great meal. But they don't want to have to like, wait outside, because it, it gets messy. And I'd love if they could get maybe some free dessert and, and a couple of drinks. Maybe, maybe you set them up in the back, great view, nice waitress, it'll be tonight. That's no problem, right? They go, oh no, Mr. Walker, and then they show up. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. As always, you can check us out on iTunes. Please listen and rate. You can also find us on Stitcher. And be sure to check out our good friends at Entertainment is Dead and the Full of Sith Podcast. And a special thanks to our good sponsors at Secret Compass, who you can find at secretcompassonline.com.